Welcome to another edition of the Instant Journeyman Podcast, Whatever Wednesday series. That's where we have guests from all over the map to talk about anything ranging from sports to politics, musicals, food, and even safety, or really whatever we want to talk about. Uh, So please enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Eat Right Foods, the official partner of the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres. So if you're looking to eat like a professional athlete or you just want to improve your life by eating cleaner and freeing up time for those things that really matter in life, Eat Right Foods provides a huge assortment of high-quality foods with easy online ordering and kitchen-to-door delivery. Uh, If you're in the Buffalo area, you can do pickup. Or if you are anywhere in the U.S., you can go ahead and order online where all meals are just $10 each. Shipping to the East Coast is included, and all Midwest and West Coast orders have a flat rate for shipping. Uh, Orders are due every Thursday by noon, and then you get them the following week. Uh, All orders will be shipped out uh, the following Monday, and boom, meals to your door. So check out eatrightfoods.com. And today's guest is... A return guest, Chef Shay Zapia. Yes, he is back for whatever Wednesday. We're going to go ahead and talk a bunch of different topics. So I hope you are excited. That's him sniffling in the background. Uh, and I think he's ready. So welcome, Shay. Careful what you careful what you say. Not sniffing anything. Sniffling, I said. It's not sniffling. Oh, oh, okay. Reminds me, reminds me of, uh, you ever see... Um, Who's the little uh, the little guy from uh, Parks and Rec? The Indian guy, Aziz. Aziz, I'm sorry. Aziz. Yeah, he, he says he has a uh, a little skit where he he uh, he talks about well, not a skit, a joke that he talks about how he he got on a plane and he was sniffling, and <laughs> he said uh, the guy next to him goes, "I hope I don't have to fucking listen to you sniffling." The whole <laughs> because I never heard I never thought I'd heard sniffle and fuck so many times in one sentence together. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So, how's it going? Yeah. Dude, it's going. It's going. How about yourself? Good, good. I actually, I just saw you uh, for my parents' anniversary. Uh, I can't thank you enough. You you made a phenomenal three-course meal for them, and uh, they enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, we, you know, I was picking a little bit here and there. It was, it was very good. Motivating. No, it was a, it was a riot. I went to the grocery store and I, I, I picked up some stuff and I was like, I'm going to start cooking. But <laughs> that's, that's what I, that's what I aim to do. I, I try to inspire everywhere I go. I like it. I like it. So I want to have you on. We could talk about anything you want. Um, there's, there's tons to talk about, I'm sure. And uh, I wanted to, you know, just, uh, you're, you're always a fun person to talk to and, uh, and, and get the, well, going the first the first thing i i, I want to say is uh thank you for having me on the motivational monday it uh really catapulted my career to places i never thought i'd go uh, <laughs> i got four i got four new facebook friends <laughs> That's and good. uh i i, I might have got a new follower or two on instagram but after a week or so, I think I'm. I went back down four. So <laughs> take it as it. Take, they take probably, it as it is. Yeah. They were. They they probably realized that you were not that 
you know, interesting or motivating in your social media posts. It, exactly. No, it, so, it's probably exactly what it is. It was your fault. My, my, I did my job. <laughs> I don't, I only give them, I, you know, I only give them a tip of the iceberg on, on the social media. That's right. Mainly, just mainly the because <laughs> just the tip, mainly because I want to stay employed. <laughs> very true. Very, very true. Um, so yeah, what, uh, what, what's been new with you? Anything, anything exciting, anything going on? Honestly, man, uh, no, not really. I think we're all kind of in the, in the same boat with, uh, everything going on, especially in, in New York. Um, not that anyone else isn't suffering from this, this pandemic, but I mean, life has been drastically simplified, I guess you can say during, during all this. And sometimes it's a good thing, you know, uh, but man, it's, it's, Buffalo winters don't don't really help the monotony, I guess. But uh, you know, the bills are keeping things interesting for us. That that's a good thing. Um, other than that, man, the, no, I mean, just getting ready for the holidays and and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I I'll say this: you mentioned the bills. Uh, your boy Josh Allen uh, won his third offensive uh, AFC Offensive Player of the Week honor. He um, is a specimen. I, I, I know that you have this man love for him and uh, I, I, I don't care. I don't care who knows it. <laughs> you should check out my profile picture on Facebook. <laughs> it's normally, it's normally of you and your wife and kids. And now it's, uh, <laughs> oh, well, he, look it up. Oh, there I, it is. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could do such a better job cropping that. I, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, know, do some, I, I'll do some, I thought that was, I thought that was part of the, the, the hack job I did, I thought that, that made it a little bit, little bit funnier. So those, those of you who aren't friends with me, uh, I, I cut my head out of a picture and, and put it on top of Josh Allen's actual girlfriend, who's a dime. But I was just say, who is that? She's, she's smoking. I, I don't know. I mean, she was like a probably a, a hard eight before I put my picture on her. Now she's probably. 10 or 11 i'd say yeah yeah i would say easily easily 10 because um, because of my head yeah that's what that's what i'm saying easily 10 it, yeah. it, it, i mean she was yeah. definitely a hard eight i mean like <laughs> yeah yeah and now 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 i'm now now i'm just hard <laughs> right right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um anyways are you uh are you seeing any uh, any any changes in uh, in the industry? I mean, I know I, I don't want to talk too much about you know the industry, but you are right. in the restaurant business, right? Um, right. Some way or shape or form, and you've been in the industry since you've been you know fifteen uh, or so. Right. So, like, have you have you seen this? What what's your what's your like look at uh, the industry as a whole? Are, you know, are, are they going to bounce back? Is it going to be a lot of closures? And then, you know, when this is all said and done, there's going to be a, like a, just a huge influx of, of new businesses. Because I'll, I'll give you my, from an outsider point of view, I think that a lot of businesses, uh, and, and we're talking restaurant businesses, a lot of them were, uh, you know, kind of just week to week, maybe, maybe month to month. Uh, but like, you know, where they, they can, they can go have a bad month, but the next month they have to kill it. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and now it's, it's, it's in, and that's, that's not, that's not a bad thing or a good thing. I'm just saying that that's how it usually is. 
And then now it's kind of magnifying that and they're having to go out of business. And if they're not, they're staying in business and, and just hemorrhaging money and going into debt. So I think a lot of people, you know, if, if, if this continues into the new year, I think a lot of people are going to just shut the doors down and then, you know, something's going to have to happen on a state or federal level where they're going to, you know, give like interest-free loans for businesses that want to start up, you know, things like that. And and then right. they're going to see a huge influx of, of, of new businesses, new restaurants opening up, I think. But I, I don't know. I, I'm, and this is just an outsider standpoint. I, I'm curious, you know, you're, you got your, your, your finger on the pulse or something else. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm wondering, cause you, you work with a lot of restaurants in, in the Western New York area, even like the Southern tier, right? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, all pretty much, pretty much all of, um, upstate New York, just probably out towards, uh, like I cut off at like Utica, Elmira. I mean, I'm not out there much, but, um, but yeah, no, all, all over Western New York and central New York. But, um, no, I mean, a lot, a lot of what you said is, is, you know, a hundred percent. And the fact that the government really hasn't stepped in um yet is complete and utter bullshit uh to be to be honest to sit there and 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 shut down these these small independent it's not just restaurants you know i mean you got barber shops you got hair salons tattoo parlors i mean all these places i mean basically every place that you really can control the amount of people that come in and out, the amount of time that they're there, the things that they touch, the th- everything that you can control is shut down, I feel like. And that's what it, it, it just it just boggles boggles my mind how uh, yet yeah, Target and, and Wegmans and I and I know that the supermarkets and everything else are, are deemed essential. So we need to be able to get to them. We need to be able to go to the hard- hardware store and all these things. But other than putting hand sanitizer out and stuff like that and someone counting at the door, I mean, what did they have? How did they have to pivot? And they're the ones with, you know, 300 plus employees and, and, and stuff like that to where, you know, to, to pivot towards, you know, a, a new way to doing things to limit, you know, to flatten the curve or whatever, limit traffic or whatever. They didn't do shit. Right. You know, they didn't do shit. You can go in there, yeah, you wear a mask, you, you, you pump your hands with sanitizer, wipe down your cart on, on the way in. But you're telling me with the amount of staff that they have and the money behind them and, and all that, that they couldn't somehow go down to limit capacity and then open up to make up for that limit of, of capacity allowed inside, open up for you know curbside takeout and have just runners run out, fill up trunks with, with pre-ordered goods, like just how they do uh, Instacart or, or, or whatever, but you know people just come up and, and pull up and in the trunk it goes and and there you go. But the restaurants, the, the people whose margins are already you know so small, and staffing has been uh, an entirely different issue for you know the past couple years, and now it's even worse because of the pandemic. You force them to limit what they can do and limit and cut their, their, their profits, their margins, their, their, their foot traffic, their, their ability to adapt. And what people don't understand is like, yeah, the takeout helps and, and, and all that stuff. I mean, oh, and that's, that's even questionable. I mean, takeout is, is helping them 
generate some income, but it's not sustainable. What people don't realize is between like the third party delivery systems and how much that costs the operator on top of the additional expense of takeout uh, containers, bags, forks, PCs of, you know, ketchup, mustard, all those, all those things are an added cost that you didn't have inside. So, you know, and then people still want the same quality of food. So, yeah. Well, it's 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 interesting to me because you you made you made a few points earlier um, uh, in a conversation we had on Sunday uh, that I, I I never even thought of. Like you said, you you said, well, all these like big box stores, you know, Wegmans, Target, Walmart, all those stores that are allowed to be open, and and rightfully sh- they should be open, but they should also have to, um, you know, have some sort of restrictions, just like. The food industries and 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 things like that and haircutting and 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 tattoo parlors and all that because I don't care what you you know what anybody says every job is essential it's essential like your job is essential my job is essential it's essential to right. our family to provide right. for them so we can put a roof over their head so so exactly. when you go ahead and you said like well these these places you know when you go there when you go to Wegmans and you pick up a piece of fruit and you're like ah no that one's soft I'm gonna put it back is anybody right. fucking walking it? Is exactly. That's the thing. Is right. There's like seventy thousand items on on in any given like Wegmans, and I don't know. I just pull that number out of my ass, but I'm just saying. Like, there's how many different items that how how can you control that? You know, some 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 slob just you know before he put his mask on, you know, wiped, wiped his a, nose, uh, swiped his nose with the back of his hand, you know, and wore the mask just so he could come in, doesn't, you know, go, come in the store, doesn't wash his hands, anything, picks up a, a box of cereal, puts it down, touches this, touches that. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you, that, that can happen anywhere. But the chances of it being spotted or, you know, or, you know, that, that item removed from the shelf or, or whatever it may be in a, in a small setting or a restaurant or a hair salon or something like that, I mean, it's almost immediate. The reaction is immediate. Everything is sanitized, you know, over and over again in between customers and, and this and that. It's like, how, how can you control it? And meanwhile, it's like, oh, yeah, keep, keep a cart apart, you know, and people, you know, you could go down this aisle this way, but you can't. Nobody pays attention to this shit. Not one no. person. Nobody pays attention to that shit. So it's just like, you know, I, I, what you said, you know, Everything, you know, everything is essential. It doesn't, what, what your career path you chose should not be, you, know, you should not be, what's the word I'm looking for? Almost punished because of something like this is going on, you know, but con- conversely, it's, it's, it's not that restaurants are being punished. I don't believe that they're, you know, in, in these small mom and pop businesses are, are just being punished just because, I mean, it comes off like that, but it's just like, how is it fair for them to operate under such tight restrictions yet i mean you can just go to wegmans if you want to get out of the house and just walk around right right well and, and that, that's that's the that's the part that kills me is you know it, and i don't want to could, bash wegmans i'm <laughs> sort of yeah, put that out there yeah listen you know, danny it, we're not we're not bashing it, we're just it's it's an easy one to, to talk about we, we could go just, switch to walmart it's a yeah. It's the closest grocery store, you know, other than Aldi or, or whatever. But still, I mean, I don't want to. I just want to put that out there. I don't want any bad. Yeah, no. Wegmans <laughs> is doing a great job. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, because this Stand is going to reach millions, millions of people, and they're going to be like, fuck Wegmans. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Well, like I great. said, you know, I mean, the first one catapulted, you know, me into the stratosphere, so I can just imagine what this one's going to do. Oh, it's going to fucking tank Wegmans stock. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I, 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 I really agree with that. I, I, I think that it's, it's silly that, like you said, the things that you can control, you can control how many people come into a, a salon. You can control how many people come into a tattoo parlorship. You can control how many people are sitting in a classroom. And you can right. control oh, all God. that. Like that's, yeah, that's don't even get me started on schools. I mean, right, because I know that you have two small children, the, the, the two knuckleheads, and and they, uh, you know, our, my boys go to school two hours a week, or I'm sorry, two hours a day, every day. Yours don't even go to school anymore, right? No, no. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a whole, I mean, it's really not, I mean, my wife's a, a, a saint because she's working from home till God knows when. You know, so she she shoulders all of it, but still, I mean, that's not to say that you know it, it's it's how it affects them. You know, it's it's just uh, well, I don't I don't know if kids, you saw this, kids, but kid, kids need to be around other kids. I mean, and these these are some of the most like influential years for their social development. You know, and 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 stuff like that. I just I just feel, and especially like those kids with you know special needs and 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 stuff like that, like. You know, how 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 can a parent be expected to work full time from home? And you know, in 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 the scenario that you know maybe the child may be autistic or have ADD or whatever, be expected to handle that. You know, um, and, yeah, and that's and what then- that's what that's what irks irks me about it. Again, I mean, I'm not I'm not at at, at a at a place that I can judge legislation. I mean, I, I, I am, but I mean, really, what does my word matter? I just feel that there is a, a, a better way to do it with the schools. I, I, I don't have the answer. I don't know what the answer is, but it, it I have kills me every day. I have, I have all the answers, Shay. All you got to do is ask. That's, I have why all the that's, that's, that's why you're the host of this fucking show. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, uh, but no, I, I mean, listen, it's, it's pretty obvious that, you know, things need to be changed, but it, it's just it's just not going to happen. And it doesn't matter who you are, what you do. You know, it's just certain people in power just have that want to, you know, control things. And, and it's it's very obvious. It's very obvious. You know, like you look at I don't know if you follow, you know, just everything that's going on. But you look at like the governor of, of California or the mayor of Los Angeles or the mayor of Austin, Texas. He, the mayor of Austin, Texas said everybody needs to stay home for Thanksgiving and then gets caught on a vacation in Can- or in Cabo in Mexico. And you're just like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> How can you tell everybody that they have to stay home? They shouldn't travel. It's so dangerous. Right. And then be on a fucking vacation. No, it's, it, I mean, it's just crazy. It, it, it's just, it's crazy. It, it's half-assed. You know, um, and I mean, we should be doing everything we 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 can to help out. You know, the, these small businesses. Getting back to your original question about, you know, what does the industry, what's the industry going to look like? Um, you know, I'll just I'll just say this. You know, it, it, it's it's horrible what has happened. It's horrible what's going to happen. Um, but with that being said, 
Um, and I had a conversation with my brother about this and, it, and, and, and it's going to sound weird to say, but it's also a very, you know, to be, be an optimistic, you know, be optimistic about it and about the future is to say that, you know, it's what it's done and what it's done to the industry that, that was in much need of a, a, a change in general. I mean, markets have just been oversaturated and, you know, we talk about the margins being small in the, in the restaurant, but it, it really opened up a lot of opportunity for restaurants to operate more efficiently uh, a little bit with, leaner, less, right? with, yeah, with less overhead. Uh, but also with a little bit more, um, you know, ability to try new things without like the scrutiny they fear in normal situations from their, you know, regular customers and, and, and stuff like that. More people are willing to try new things, new ideas. So really, I mean, once the dust settles and the industry will, you know, will inevitably bounce back, it'll be completely different and it might be a little bit um, slimmer. You know, but um, I think it's it's an exciting time. We're going to see a bunch of concepts that we've never seen before. You know, and we're in a, a pretty small market here in Buffalo and Western New York and in the surrounding suburbs and stuff like that. To where you know, there's a lot of great things and a lot of really you know trendy, cutting edge places out there. But I mean, it's the same. It's almost the same model, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Moving forward, you're going to see different models and different ways of service and different, you know, and it's, I think in, you know, a few years time, we're going to look back on this and be like, man, that, that really sucked. But look at, it was a, a catalyst for some great, great things. Yeah. There's an opportunity for people to really innovate and, right. and, and be creative, right. you know, I, and I, I think, you know, you, you mentioned your brother, I think that he's one of those people that will, will, will flourish in, in times like this, because he, he, you know, his creative juices will get going and he'll, he'll start being like, well, we should do this and that. Right. And so, Chad, and Chad's, you know, and, and much like a majority of the, the people in the industry, I mean, Chad's a grinder, you know, so I remember when the first pandemic hit, I mean, he's out making, you know, $1,100 in beer sales for the company, you know, just dropping off growlers and this and that to, you know, to people. And I mean, all over, I mean, he, he's going from downtown Buffalo to God, I mean, he's out in like East Amherst or wherever he, he was going, you know, I mean, and a lot of people shared that same, Hey, whatever we got to do to, to, to survive and make this work. And I mean, it was, it, it, it's, it's encouraging and inspiring to see, but on, on the same side, I mean, not everyone was that fortunate. Some, some people's business model do, doesn't, it can't pivot. Like, I mean, like a, take like a fancy steakhouse, you know, like a, a, a Buffalo chop house, which is a, you know, a more of a destination type restaurant or, you know, like a place like Oliver's, one of the best restaurants in, in, in Buffalo, very fine dining, you know, yeah, they can pivot and do takeout, but you know, on a Tuesday night getting out of work, are you going to be like, you know, go, you know, it sounds great is a, you know, a 12 ounce lobster tail and a filet mignon for 120 bucks. You know, I mean, their food <laughs> doesn't, doesn't speak to the, the day to day. You know what I'm saying? And that's, those right. are the types of places where unfortunately, you know, what do you do? You're, you're, you're known for a certain thing. What are you going to do? Start like banging out pizzas and chicken fingers and shit like that just to survive. I mean, what, for what? You right. know, and that's where like the fact that the government isn't there to say, okay, hey, we have a second shutdown coming. Here's this or that or, or whatever, you know, 
is is mind-boggling to me. Yeah, I mean, I I, I just saw a senator uh, from California say that you know, we 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 shouldn't have the right to shut down things. And now, I, whether you agree or disagree, I, you know, you shouldn't have the right. We shouldn't have the right to shut down your business. Um, you know, because of this. Now, you can say it's public health, but you look at other countries that didn't shut down things that you know just informed that their their uh, their population uh, with all of the information that they had. This is what it is. This is how you get it. This is how you can fight it. You know, and 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 let them make informed decisions, right? Right. Right. Uh, and and this way, because I I mean. Uh, it's it's all all the statistics are out there. I, I don't know. I've you know I've just you know dabbled here and there, but it's like suicides have gone up, domestic violence has gone up. Um, you know, right? Obviously, drug use, alcoholism have have all gone up. And you're like, is this is it is it worth it? You know, to to sacrifice all these people and 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 to tank, you know, tons and tons and tons of businesses and and people's livelihoods because of this i mean i listen i believe it's very real i actually know a few people that have passed away because of it and then i know a few people that have passed away with it but passed away because of other things and then they got it they're at the hospital and Mm -hmm. you go ahead and say i don't know i don't know if you know if that qualifies as it but it's marked down as a COVID death and you're just like oh you know, so you, you you just you get you get into that shady area where you're like, you know, I'm not a I'm not a you know anti-vaccinator. I'm not a any of this stuff. I I believe that you know if the vaccine's out there and you know they've tested it enough, where I'm not going to grow a third head or I'm not going to you know lose an appendage, I, I'm going to take it. You know, but at the same time, right. there's vaccines for the flu. There's vaccines for other things that we still have and you know still fight off. But I'm just oh. It's it's you never know what to do and, and and you know how to think right and by no means are we going to solve it but at the same time it's it's just good to talk about it because you're like you know you got it you got it you got to express some emotion for it oh abso- absolutely and I you know I like you said there's those you know gray areas or shade areas and stuff like that and I I mean I try to stay I try to stay away from from those and I try to stay away from you know. I'm not, I'm not like one of those where I'm going to fact find all this stuff because honestly, I don't, I don't really debate much of, of, of what's going on. I have my, my, my personal feelings about it and, um, you know, it's unfortunate what's going on. And I, I agree with you that I, you know, I believe that it's a hundred percent real. Um, I'm all for taking any nece- necessary precautions to, to keep other people safe and to keep people from, you know, being infected, whether I'm carrying or infecting myself and spreading it on to, to anybody else. You know, but I mean, I just, I just feel that there was a much better way um, when it comes down to, to businesses. And I'm not going to get into people's rights. And that's why I'm, I'm kind of stuttering here because I'm trying not to, you know, I'm, trying to <laughs> I'm trying to tiptoe around this because I'm the least political person that, that you'll ever, ever meet. I don't, I mean, what my beliefs are, are my beliefs, and I don't believe that anyone needs or even wants to fucking hear them. And that's what every, <laughs> that's the biggest problem is that everyone has these, these ideas, these beliefs, these, you know, kids that fucking took three years, you know, after we graduated to finally, that were in our class to finally graduate high school, sitting there telling us what the fucking body needs for its immune system and, and right. shit like that. And it's like, you know, 
I don't know, man. Everyone has to have uh, uh, an opinion, and I get that, but not everyone has to know what it is. You know, just just shut. Some people just need to shut the fuck up. You know. I don't disagree there. I don't disagree there. And and uh, my my biggest thing is, is you know, you, you mentioned people that we graduated with. There's a lot of people out there that you know, if you disagree with what, or if you if they have a different opinion of what you have, then you're wrong, and you should you know fucking die a slow death and i'm just like wait, right oh, or, wait a minute or, who, or, who said that you're right right or if you show any amount of like empathy or you know sympathy towards anybody for any reason or come to anybody's defense you're a fucking snowflake and right. this and that it's like <laughs> no i'm not a snowflake i'm just not a fucking asshole like <laughs> yeah it's so it's 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 so funny. I I uh, I just laugh and and you know so many people. I, you know I see it all the time on Facebook and Instagram that so many people are like, oh, I can't wait to you know start deleting people. I'm like, nah, I like to keep them on here just to see how fucking outrageous they are. <laughs> no, and I do, I'm I'm the same way. But every once in a while, it does like get like like too much. You know, yeah, it, it gets like too much. And I, and honestly, and I've I've made like a really conscious decision. Uh, you know, a, a few months ago, I think it was like over the summer. It's like, you know what, like what is, especially with social media, like the things that I, I post and the things that, that I do. And, you know, I'm who, who I, I've been a troll before and, you know, I like getting people's people going and stuff like that. But honestly, like now is just not the time for it. And, right. you know, I, I, it have to sound like a, like a, a snowflake, but, you know, I, I really just put out stuff that, yeah, I try to put out positive things, you know, whether it's cool shit that I do with my kids or funny stuff that I do with my kids, cool food, funny things that I, you know, I've been up to. And, and I, I don't know. I mean, that that's about it. I, I, I really think if, if everyone just kept things a little bit more to themselves instead of, you know, polarize, everything has to be like polarized. I don't, I don't get it. You know, it's either you're here or there. There's no like in between. Right. And just, you know, just share some, some, good things with with the world not not just what you think is good you know just some no, i i, 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 I agree 100% a lot, with that. lot better you know we would yeah we would we would uh we would be a better society if if people stopped you know focusing on all the negatives and started saying like wow holy shit we we have the right to you know think differently we can go ahead and and not worry about being you know taken away by the government and, and either locked up or killed like in some other countries, you know, we have the ability to oppose, uh, you know, the president that we don't agree with, um, and right. say things about the president that we don't agree with, uh, and, and not be, live in fear of our lives like other countries do. And, and you're just like, man, and people, and people bitch and say, Oh, this is, you know, America sucks. It doesn't, it's not worth anything. You're just like time out. You know, go live in another country for just just a couple months and do the shit that you do here, and you're gonna right. you're either gonna you're gonna be locked up, dead, or or beaten. So you know, yeah, really America <laughs> America doesn't suck. The people no. in it suck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> some of the people uh, in it suck. Yeah, well, yeah. Lately, it's it's it seems like it's pretty fifty fifty lately. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It, it, it isn't. It's not. It's not the the, the, the country. You know. I mean, it, it's been operating. I mean, I, again, I don't want to go down into the politics and everything else, but it's it's not the country. It's 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 everything that the the people in the country put out there, 
and which becomes our brand, you know, yeah. it becomes our fucking brand. So, I mean, that's what, like I said, I'm not, I won't, I won't contribute to it. I, uh, I'm very careful now, which is a completely different, um, you know, ideology for myself than it was, you know, even a year ago, you know, uh, is, you know, it, I make a conscious effort not to, not to get involved with these things. And if I'm going to be sharing anything, it's, it's something positive that my friends out of town or, you know, uh, whatever my, my parents, your, you know, grandparents or, you know, uh, not grandparents are all dead. I mean, my kids, grandparents can, can see and, and stuff like that, you know, just that's it. Shared life. You know, I feel like when this is all said and done, you know, in retrospect, whether it's with the pandemic, the election, all this stuff, you know, people are going to look back on, on, on their lives in a couple of years and be like, <laughs> like, what happened the past four years? You know, what happened the past five years? You know, we, we just sat around arguing with each other and, and forgot to live. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I choose, I choose life. I choose life. Choose life 99% of the time. Yes. Um, so to get off of that COVID and America thing, uh, I get on, uh, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, for me, I, I wanted to, I wanted to see what your take is and cause the holidays are, are right around the corner, right? Whether you mm-hmm. are celebrating Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, um, whatever, uh, what, what is your go-to? What is your go-to meal for for the holidays? Like, what do you what do you love to cook? Like, what if if somebody listening to this says, "I don't know what to cook. I'm having family over because I'm disobeying COVID uh, restrictions." Uh, because let's face it, people are gonna disobey, right? So, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so so if, if if people are gonna go ahead and they're like, "I just don't know what to cook for the family," I I I, I did this with with. Um, with uh, Craig Harjeski, right? I, I did this with him and said, like, mm-hmm. well, what are your go-to uh, pastries or, or cookies for the holiday season? And, and he shared his uh, nothing better for him than, than gingerbread, um, uh, you know, cookies. Uh, and then he he also he he loves the um, Labenkuchen. Is that that's what it's called? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, and, he's then, on and a, then he's on a whole nother level when you talk about. <laughs> Cookies and, stuff and like pastries, that. yeah. I, yeah, but, I mean, I'm a chef, but, no, but I, so, so my thing is this, is like the same concept there is, but like what is your go-to dish when you're getting a holiday together? Your What's your go-to meal that you're preparing? Because you, you said you're not pastry. You're not a pastry chef. But what do you right. what do you say like I'm having family over or I'm having family and friends over and I'm going to cook a real nice dinner? What, what are we going to cook? So like around this time, you know, it's definitely something that I can – do all into like a Dutch oven or something like that. Like something braised. Like one of my favorites is like, I don't know if you ever had like braised short ribs, um, which are just, you know, just that fall apart, super rich, super fatty, you know, hearty type, type things. I mean, for, for a couple of reasons, you know, everyone thinks, you know, uh, you're having people over, you know, you, you, you want to entertain around the, the holidays and Christmas or New Year's, you know, it's steak and lobster, you know, Christmas, it's ham and stuff like, which is just fucking, you know, boring. Um, you know, something that you braise and cook for, you know, four to 
six hours, depending on what it is, you know, is comforting. Uh, but it's a really great way. And those of you who don't know what brazing is, all brazing is is like like a uh, a chuck roast, for instance, would be you know something that you braise. It's when you sear something, you know, brown it off real good, add some liquid to it, some aromatics, some vegetables. You cover it and you let it go in the oven, low and slow. So that's any anything like that is 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 braised. One of my favorites is, is short ribs. Because they got so much, you know, uh, fat in them and, and, and marbling and all that stuff. So it takes a while for those things to break down. But once, once you, you, you know, you cook them down, I mean, it's, I would take a braised short ribs over filet mignon for the rest of my life without a question. Really? What, whatsoever. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you got to think about the, the concentration of flavors. I mean, fat is flavor. Filet mignon, yeah, it's tender, but it's got no fucking flavor. Absolutely no, no, no flavor. I mean, if you like the flavor of steak or, or red meat, then then fine. You might you might want to argue me on that point. But when you put a filet mignon up against pulled pork, you know, or yeah. you know, like in this case, a braised short rib, or even a you know a, a Yankee pot roast, there's more flavor in the other three than there would be in the filet. The filet is just a it's a, a status thing. And yeah, I mean, it, it's good, but I mean, if I never had a, a filet mignon or, you know, a strip steak ever again in my life, I'd, I'd be fine, you know? Uh, but, but it was also, especially around these times, like generally braising, you know, it's, it's a way to take cheaper cuts too, you know? So, I mean, right around the holidays, you know, things are always tight financially <clears throat> for everybody, especially now, so many people being out of work. You know, right, taking some, taking something that costs, you know, four dollars a pound, and you know, making a uh, a whole meal out of that, all in one pot, and it being you know so comforting, warm, and, and flavorful, you know, uh, it's another benefit of it. It's generally it's it's more cost effective, you know, for the for restaurants and um, uh, at home, you know. And that was always no. a, a kind of thing is, is like, as, as you, you know, training as a chef and, and growing up, it's like anyone could sit there and take a, a piece of prime filet, grill it properly, and it'd be good. But can you take a beef tongue and make that good? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's how, like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the difference between a home cook and a, and a chef. You know what I'm saying? Can you, can you, can you make that beef tongue taste as as good as that sixty dollar fillet, and and my answer is yes. <laughs> so <laughs> yes. Uh, so so my this is me being you know naive or, or or dumbing it down. But when you say braise and you, you toss all that stuff in there, it's kind of like a crock pot dish, right? Is that yeah, what you're yeah. talking about? Okay. Yeah. All right. So that that's yeah. similar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, the, I mean, literally, by the, way, the definite the definition of braising is is searing and then cooking in liquid covered, pretty much. That, that's, that's it. So yeah, a, a pot I, roast. I mean, you can do it with like chicken, like you know, um, you know, braising would be like chicken cacciatore or, or or something like that. You know, or hunter style chicken or something like that. You you brown it off. You add some vegetables to the pot. You add some liquid to the pot. You cover it and all that. To anything braised, I'm um. I'm 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 in. And but how do you how do you get it and so it doesn't get like dry? Because yeah, you you cook it in the in the stuff, but 
when sometimes I mean I've I've had it before where like you get that and and you, you start pulling it apart and it's very dry on the inside. How do you how do you avoid that? Well, usually, I mean that that can I mean that's really hard to do. You're that a couple of reasons. Either you're using the wrong cut where there's not enough like marbling or fat in it. You're using okay. a, a leaner leaner cut. So like if you're using like um, I don't know if you just took beef from you know, like a round or something like that, where it's, it's generally pretty lean rather than like, so like the, the short rib comes from the rib or up into the, the, the shoulder near the chuck, you know, where it's got a lot of, and a lot of movement in the animal, you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of muscle built up and there's a lot of uh, intramuscular fat and stuff like that. So if you're using like a leaner, leaner cut, you know, like something from the loin or something like that, yeah, it'll get tender and fall apart, but it'll like stick to the roof of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like because it, right. it is dry because there's not enough fat. You know, so when yep. you when um, or uh, you know you just you you, you might have cooked it too long or you know conversely not long enough. You know, it, it's just like one of those things that um, you got to choose the right the right cut. You know, um, whether it's pork, whether it's beef whatever it, it may be, you want something that has a lot of marble to it, you know, a lot of fat in it and, and all that. And also, you know, uh, make sure that you add enough liquid to it. Um, brown it off real good um, before you put it in the pan, you know, in the skillet or something like that. Cause that all that caramel is going to, you know, add the flavor and flavor the, the liquid that you cook it in, but you make sure you add enough liquid to it. And because you cover it generally, it, 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 it won't evaporate. I mean, if after some uh, time, of course, it'll evaporate somewhat because it's covered. Though, you know, it keeps the condensation in, and all the water come, you know, comes back down into it, so it, it won't evaporate as fast. So just make sure that you add enough liquid to it, and then don't go too high of a temperature. You know, give it that time because you don't want it to to burn or to turn too dark before it becomes tender. You know, so. It's it's a lot easier to start at a low temperature and then turn it up as you go, you know. So just low and slow, uh, but finding the right cut is is the most uh, important part. Yeah, you know, I I I learned a couple things uh, this past Sunday about, about cooking steaks, and uh, and and you you kind of opened up my eyes to that. So I, I wanted to point this out because I'm sure a lot of people fall into the same categories. You know, when it's cold outside or even when you just don't want to go fire up the grill, right? So, like, in mm-hmm. Miami, I, I used to have to go down. I was on the ninth floor. I'd have to go downstairs. I'd have to go out to the pool area, and I had two grills there, and I could cook. Um, and it was just annoying sometimes. So, I'd be like, eh. Man, they had, a, they had a suck in Florida in the middle of winter. Yeah. <laughs> but. You know, it's just it's just it's labor intensive. You got to go downstairs. You got to wait for the <laughs> no, elevator. Totally. <laughs> oh, um, totally. I have, I have a hard time walking out my side door, <laughs> right? To, and, to, and, to grill, you know. And and the same thing goes for you know grilling in upstate New York or anywhere cold. You know, Chicago. Oh. Uh, you don't you don't want to have to go outside in the winter. So you you used I, I guess it was like a skillet. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Yeah, your dad had a nice cast iron skillet. I mean, you could use yep. any, you know, frying pan or 
and and you put a little bit of oil in there, and then you you, you went ahead and you, you you put the steaks in, and then you put some butter in there, and then you put um, some of the I I would have called them garnishes, but they're not garnishes. It's like uh, you no, did like so a I just did. Uh, it was thyme, uh, thyme, ro- thyme, rosemary, some roasted garlic, oil, and butter. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and that's another thing. That, I mean, it takes a little finesse, and it takes a little, you know, uh, trial and error for the home cook. But I mean, you don't have to fire up the grill. The thing is, is, is a misconception with with grill. Unless you're cooking on live charcoal or hardwood charcoal, um, you know, you're cooking on a grill versus a pan. It's it's gas. You're cooking on gas. So mm-hmm. just because it has grates on it on the, on the grill and you know it's live fire, which is kind of cool. It really, I mean, yeah, you get that 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 char on there, but you can achieve a nice crust and nice char in a pan. You know, the the flavor from grilling, you know, and and live fire is that the fire is you know is from charcoal. It's from hardwood. It's a, that's where you get all that 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 flavor and there's a different reaction that happens to the meat when you, when you, when you cook on, on live fire like that, when you're cooking on gas, gas is gas. So whether you, you know, you're heating it on the, on a, on a grill, you know, or in a pan, you're going to get the same result. So, I mean, uh, pulling out the grill on, on, uh, in the middle of December in Buffalo, uh, just to get some steaks going, you can achieve that inside. It's it, it's kind of unnecessary unless, like I said, I, I have a kettle grill at home, a Weber kettle grill with, with, with charcoal and stuff like that. So every once in a while, if I'm feeling adventurous on a Sunday, you know, I'll do some, you know, wings or something like that or, you know, smoke something on there, do ribs or something like that. But, I mean, it's few and far between. If I want a steak, you know, it's, it's going in a pan at home. It's just getting a pan, you know, nice and hot, um, making sure that it holds its temperature. But not you know, too hot, it. right? You don't You don't want to... Well, you want to get it hot oil, enough, right? right? You know, but again, that's choosing the right oil. Um, you know, something with a higher smoke point, so a lighter oil, grapeseed oil, canola oil, vegetable oil, something like that. Uh, not extra virgin. So okay, so that's yeah. that's what's one thing I always make a mistake of is I always I cook with extra virgin olive oil all the time. So for a steak, you wouldn't is is avocado oil that that would work. Yeah, that's got a high smoke point, you know, but uh, so extra virgin oil, usually use it as like a, a finishing oil or, uh, you know, in, in to, to finish the plate or while something's cooking, let's say you're making like a, a sauce or pasta or something, you know, drizzle a little in there before you toss the pasta in there or something like that. Never really want to, you know, f- you know, sear something in extra virgin olive oil, It'll get real bitter on you. Um, but again, you know, understanding your temperature. Um, you know, so getting it hot enough, um, basically rule of thumb is hot enough to where when you put the steak in it, it doesn't, you know, that, that sizzle that you hear that, that crackling, uh-huh. you know, doesn't just dissipate once whatever's in there, you know? So if you're cooking one steak, generally, once you get the, the pan hot enough, it, it's good to go, you know? Um, but if you're cooking multiple steaks, that, that, heat's got to stay even for the addition of all those state you crowd that pan at the temperature of the pan's going to go down and you're not going to achieve a, a good sear so just understanding your 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 heat and regulating your heat is really all it is and you know you get that steak in there after it starts crusting up real nice you know you turn your temperature down just so it cooks a little bit evenly because eventually it's gonna it's gonna scorch you know you want to get it hot to initially but then you know 
regulate your temperature and then add your flavorings, the butter, the garlic, the fresh thyme, the rosemary. That was all for just flavor and aromatics and, and everything. And, you, you know, you baste the, the steak as it's cooking. And it's simple as cooking it, you know, for an equal amount of time on each side. You know, if you like your steak uh, a little bit more than, than medium, you know, you might want to, you know, remove it from the pan, finish it off in the oven for, you know, have your oven preheated, finish it off in the, the oven for a little bit. But, you know, a, a rare, medium rare, and even a medium steak can just be achieved right on the stovetop. Um, and it's fairly easy to do. It's, again, you know, trial and error. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it was it was it was impressive to see. I mean, obviously, I know you do pretty awesome work, um, uh, but I, I I was I was really impressed when I you know started seeing how the steak turned out, and then and then holy shit, the steak was was just phenomenal. But we did get quality steaks, from what I understand. We, we did, we did, we got some uh, American Wagyu steaks, which were basically six times better than prime they say yeah it and uh, to be honest it, it tasted that way it tasted that way right. for sure well another thing too is you got it you got to rest it you know and that was another uh, thing that i i learned is is you know you, you shouldn't be serving it so hot um you know right like you 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 threw out the number and i i don't know you know but i i didn't know this but you threw out however long you cook it you should let it rest for that long around there right you know, when you're doing like 200, you know, dinners or, you know, whatever, two, 300 dinners, you know, you don't always get that luxury of, of you know, resting right, steaks right. for as, as long as you want, you know, especially if you're serving the steak sliced, which, you know, in a lot of places I, I, I work, that's, you know, how we, we serve the, the steak is sliced on the plate, you know, so that's where, you know, resting is important. But I mean, basically it's because, you know, molecularly, you know, if something's hot, you know, molecules are just bouncing all over the fucking place looking for a way out, you know? Right. Um, so as you let it kind of rest and relax, all those molecules and all those juices kind of just calm down and, 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 and distribute themselves back in, you know, throughout the steak, you know? So, uh, you know, if you cook it, take a steak right off the grill and just slice right into it. I mean, you'll see like all the juices will just run all, all over the plate, you know? Because they're just looking for an exit, you know, they're going nut. they're, they're hot, you know, the internal temperature is hot, you know, so the more you let it cook and relax, all those flavors evenly distribute back throughout the steak, all those juices evenly distribute back uh, within the steak. And it kind of just relaxes the meat a, a little bit, makes it a lot more palatable, a lot more flavorful, all that stuff. So yeah, that's a very important thing is letting your steaks rest um, a little bit before you, you dive in. Oh, that's 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 good to know. I, I like I said, I, I bought some steaks. I didn't buy the the Wagyu uh, you know steaks, but because uh, when I was at uh, at the store, they uh, they already had it put away. I went late last night, so yeah. And you want to know what, dude? I mean, like if you cook a steak properly, you know, you you season it well and you cook it well and you let it rest. I mean, you could take a you know a, a simple you know a, a cheap cut you know a, a choice strip steak or you know. Even a like a, a lesser grade of strip steak, you know, there's all the USDA. Um, uh, what do you call it? Wow, just had a brain fart. Um, USDA grades, grades. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can take a cheap steak, 
cook it properly and it would be delicious. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just, again, trial and error. That's why I always encourage, you know, people that I, I come in contact that are home, you know, home cooks and just, just don't, don't, don't be, I know you don't want to fuck up a, you know, a $30 steak, but you know, go for it. Right. <laughs> just go for it. Yeah. And, and, and with the with the with the world today, I mean, you go to Google and 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 you know YouTube, whatever. I mean, if someone could teach you how to change a, a you know change out your kitchen sink on on Google, I'm pretty sure there's something that you could watch to figure out how to cook a steak properly at home. Yeah, and and one thing that I, I was amazed at is you said you never really put salt on the steak until you start cooking it because it tends. To, yeah, or like right before, right before. Yeah, you could do right before uh, because it, it yeah. tends to draw out some of the moisture, which I that makes complete sense, right? When you throw salt on the ground, mm-hmm. it soaks up the water, right, to avoid, uh, you know, right. that. And, and you're like, oh, wow. It's just little things like that I, I never thought of and I found very interesting. And I was like, you know what? That's that's something I definitely want to mention uh, on, on, on my, my, my whatever Wednesday with Shay because I uh, – Man, I I, I, yeah. I thought it was so interesting. So like salt and acid, so like vinegar, lime juice, lemon juice, that they, they those draw out moisture. So like even when you're marinating a steak, um, you know I tend to stay away from anything acidic. Okay. You know that I'm, I'm marinating a, a, a steak in, because um, again, it, it's just pulling out the moisture. And I think you get a lot more, let's say, you know, it's lemon, you know. I think you get a lot more lemon if you just finish the steak with a squeeze of lemon or lemon zest rather than having it in the in, in the marinade. I generally never don't really – I never really marinated steaks. I, I think it's kind of a, a waste of – a waste. You'd rather finish it or baste it or brush it with, you know, a marinade or a sauce or whatever as it's cooking. I think you'll – have the same result if not a better one very nice yeah i i i, I used to cook uh churrasco steak all the time and it's like skirt steak just a, a mm-hmm. miami version of it no, I, <laughs> I, I i love skirt steak and man. i used to i used to marinate in mojo sauce i don't know if you know mojo sauce mm-hmm. um yeah it's a citrusy and and i used to do that but i i kind of like the idea of not doing so uh, and 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 you know trying it your way and and throwing that that flavor on top of it when you're cooking it in the pan and I'll, like I, I was I was like I, mm-hmm. I gotta try that so I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm planning I gotta make a dinner um, probably I'll probably do it like Sunday or or something but right but a skirt steak or like a flank steak or anything like like that generally they're they're kind of a tougher cut of steak anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, those those are the ones that, and they, and they have a, a really pronounced like flavor. They have a you know, the a skirt steak tastes completely different than you know a, a strip steak or you know a fillet or, or anything like that. So I mean, they can take a little bit of a beating. Um, those kind of steaks is more you know usually you slice them really yep. thin, you know, for like carne asada or tacos yeah. or put it over whatever, a bed of lettuce or, or a bed of be. like salad, yeah. Right, you got to pay attention to the, the the grain of it, how you, how you cut it, and everything else like that. It's going to be be tender, you know. And those are that those that's a kind of a different um, style of a steak cooking. Got it. Um, but you know, anyway, you know, if it's if it's something ethnic and and that's the way it's, it's you know traditionally been done, 
I don't really, I don't really mess with it. But I mean, marinating a strip steak or filet mignon, I think, is just a, a big waste of time. Nice. All right. Um, so, I, I, another another shift in gears. Uh, yeah. Um, well, first, uh, anything else you want to uh, to chat about? I know, I know that you uh, you came in and you were you were guns blazing. So I want to I want to make sure we cover everything you want to talk about. It's whatever Wednesday. <laughs> I. I, yeah, I really didn't um, have much of a gen of, of an agenda, really. Um, so keep keep emceeing this. Okay, shit. all right. So I I want to um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try a new segment. I'm gonna it's gonna be on Fridays, um, and and it's based off of these uh, these like cards called ask or answer the internet, and it says uh, questions as fucked up as you are, and I was like, who better to test this out and see if people like it? Uh, than to do it with Shay, so um, <laughs> fantastic. So so it's basically they're, they're decks of cards and they just have questions on it, and you just have to answer it. So what I'm thinking is uh, starting in the new year, every Friday I'm gonna have a different person on, and it, it's gonna be like anybody. Like I, I might even have like my my parents on. I might have you know like and these these questions they can be you know funny, they could be sexual, they could be uh you know philosophical it could be it could be whatever um you know and and i i figured i'd I'd try some with you are you up for it let's do it that's yeah it sounds all right all right all right so um let's go ahead and uh let's let's start off with um uh all right all right all right all right if you could go ahead all right would you rather this is this is a funny one. Would you rather give the first ninety nine percent of a blowjob or the last one percent? Oh, ah, <laughs> uh, the first ninety nine because that I mean, <laughs> yeah, it the, gets in your mouth after the, that because you. Yeah, yeah, because you can't like you, you could probably you know, I don't know if you're, you have a strong mind you could you know go somewhere else and pretend <laughs> you're just, you know sucking on a blow pop, but once that <laughs> once you got that other stuff in your mouth, man, there's no mistaking that yeah no, and everything that comes along with that yeah no all right, all right. what uh yeah the the first the, the first ninety nine right. I gotta be pretty good at it too. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Allen, how you doing? <laughs> uh, what fictional character would you love to beat the shit out of? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that was a fun one that you'd love. I'm sure there's. Oh my god, I I don't know. I'm sure there's fictional character. Uh, the entire cast of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not a big Grace fan, huh? <laughs> it's just such a stupid fucking show. I, I'm 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 hooked, man. I'm hooked. I, Are you really? Why does it surprise me? We're a fanny pack in St. Clair. Uh, well, that's true. It's true. <laughs> I I uh, I did. I do. Your even your sandals. Your sandals even have a fanny pack. This is true. This is true. Uh, but yeah, I got so, I got hooked on it. I'm I'm not. Nothing nothing wrong with choir. I wish I sang choir. <laughs> It was it was a lot of fun, um, but would you rather? Oh, and, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you do have a good voice. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. That was very nice of you. Um, 
Would you rather yeah. fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Duck-sized horses. So smaller horses, but you'd have one. to fight them, and there's 100 of them. Or would you rather fight one horse-sized duck? Uh, I would have to take my chances with the hundred because I feel like kind of control a little. I mean, a horse-sized duck. I mean that that think of how big that mouth is. Probably fucking swallow me. That that's that's pretty true. That's pretty true. You know, yeah. A horse. Yeah, I I would go with the duck-sized horses. Can I use a weapon? Um, no, no. You're just fighting them. Fist, fist of fury. I mean, I think either way, I'm fucked. Yeah. I mean, because horses, horses, horses bite, you know? Yeah, they do. And, and, but I mean, and, like, I mean I feel, a duck-sized horse like, would still be, still be pretty strong. I feel like he could kick a lot of those horse-sized, or those duck-sized horses. That, that's what I'm saying. Right. You know, kick one into, like, another one and send, like, a couple more fly. Just get, I think you could keep your space a little bit better, you know, I'd probably get through like 25 of them before I'd be just fucking gassed. Okay. That's, that's interesting. But the, yeah, the, the, the horse sized duck, you know, for, forget about it. Yeah. You're, you're fucked at that time. I, Cause I mean, yeah. it's just going to be picking at you and then it's got its wingspan. It's going to be huge. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I right. Agree with you. Yeah. All right at, at what age or moment do you think you officially become a man? Um, I, uh, you could go so many like different ways with that, but I think, I mean, <laughs> here's a funny way to look at it, I guess, is when you realize you don't want to be independent. When you realize you don't want to be independent? Yeah, like you know, like you sit there your whole life waiting to to for like when you're you know you, you want to be grown. Oh, I can't wait till I'm an adult and I can do this, I can do that. But then finally, when when that sets in and you you look back and you're like, "Fuck, what, you know, what yeah. was I thinking?" Yeah, yeah. I've, you know, I've had that moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, kind of like, yeah, like I think we have all had. I mean, numerous times. But I think when you find, I don't know, I, maybe that comes later on. I guess I I, I, I don't know when you first become a man, I mean, I could be like a douchebag. Just, well, what do you get laid? You know, but like, <laughs> no, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's when, when you, you finally realize like, like you have to do it. I don't know. Like you have to do it yourself, you know, like, like there's, there is no other alternative, you know? And sometimes I think that comes earlier for some people to, you know, on, for a lot of different reasons, you yeah. know, um, some people have to figure it out at, at 15, you know, some have to figure it out in their mid twenties. So I think it's like when you finally don't, you know, have, have to figure it out on your own. But like I said, I think that comes with like the, you know, a certain amount of like naiveness or whatever comes with wanting to grow up and, and become an adult, become, independent but but really when you look back on it it's just like no man you you had the world by the balls 
I think that's a, a, a crucial moment to where you, you realize you've became an adult, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if that makes no, sense. Does it, it that does, make sense? It doesn't, Did it make sense? Did it? I, yeah. I, that was I, a tough one. See, I'm you know? hard hitting questions here on whatever Wednesday. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Two buttons. You can only press one button one. You instantly get a million dollars or button two. There's a 50, 50 chance. $100 million. There's a 50, 50 chance. I get a hundred, a hundred million dollars. Yeah. <sighs> or instantly a million. I would go with the instant million just because I would have a chance to grow that million into a hundred million with smart investment practices and so on and so I forth. I love it. I was, I, that's, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm too big of a, 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 a P to, to not take the, the million up front. It's guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. I mean, just imagine, yeah. Imagine the disappointment walking away with nothing after you had like, <laughs> yeah, no, I would definitely go with the million and then, you know, get with a financial advisor and hopefully <laughs> hope, grow that. Hopefully, or, yeah, and, and improve and, that. And that's like, and okay, this is a defining moment when I realized I'm a man is the answer to that question. Because if you asked me that 10 years ago, <laughs> oh my God, I, I don't even want to say because I'd get myself in trouble. <laughs> but uh, go for the million and I'd, you know, buy hookers and this. And, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dr 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 drugs and alcohol, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Mary, fuck, kill. Italian food, Mexican food, Chinese food. Wait, what? So you know that game that you like, like when you're like a a teeny bopper, and they play the Mary, fuck, kill, and they pick three people, and they get to marry one, fuck one, kill one. Italian food, Mexican food, Chinese food. So is it like fuck, as in like fuck? No, off, no, like, or like, like, like I have to. Like you're fuck, making love. To I it. have to fuck you're the making food. Love to it. Uh, I would fuck. Oh wow, I'd fuck Spanish food. So Mexican food. It's not Spanish food. It's Mexican food. <laughs> uh, Mexican. Oh, then oh, that kind of changes yeah. it because. It's a good one. I, I I feel like obligated to say that I would marry Italian food <laughs> just, because, just because just because just because of my heritage. I would. You know what? I, I I'm gonna still stick with fucking Mexican yep. food. You know, because of tacos and yep. stuff. And taco is an, another word for something some people fuck. <laughs> um. And I guess I would have to kill Chinese food, which hurts because I really like Chinese. I know food. Chinese food is great, but but yeah, I, I, your your answer is exactly the answer I gave it. when I when I when I read this to a friend of mine. I was like, "This is yeah, I would do this." So that's good. Yeah. I, I I have I have three more questions. I don't know if you're getting bored, but I, I think these are great. No, I get. I mean, I could no, we could, a, we could do a couple more. But uh, would you fuck a porn star if afterward? she had to hold a press conference about your performance. 
Um, if I was still under 30. If you... <laughs> <laughs> if you're still under 30, you would have done it if you're under 30, but nowadays, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happens. Like after after 30, it's just like a steady decline in, <laughs> in your performance. Everything. Yeah, everything. I don't know if it's just because, you know, I don't know. Gravity takes effect. Yeah. Well, just, yeah, I mean, I'm just not the man I used to be, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, definitely. Um, Mm. I mean, I guess, because, like, whatever. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, who the fuck cares? Like, like who's going to say, oh, oh, dude, you lasted two minutes, you know, or, like, what, whatever you're going to say, you know? It's like, okay, what did you do last yeah. night? <laughs> you know? Very true. Um, this, one, this one, you don't have to answer, but this is a crazy question. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw it out. It says, would you rather have a, a good hand job from your grandmother or a bad wow, or, or a bad hand job from your grandmother. <laughs> I thought that that was a fucked up question, but it was funny as hell. Well, <laughs> she's 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 dead, so I imagine no matter what, it's gonna be pretty bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Um. Well, I mean, who wants a bad hand job? That's you know, if you're in that. Yeah. If you're in that scenario and you had no way out of it, why would you elect on the bad one? True. Very true. You know, like, and plus, the, if it was a good one, you'd probably be over faster. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. You know? I like the way you're thinking. Um, well, okay, so so the, 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 the next one, and I'll, I'll have this be the last one. Um, uh, if, if you could... If you could be a ghost and haunt one person, who would you want it to be? Um, I don't know. I, I got to think like it, I'm trying to think of someone who's like wronged me or something like that, but <laughs> um, or it could be someone that's just it'd be just funny. Um, I don't know, man. For time's sake, I I I don't know. I don't I don't have an answer for that one. Um. Yeah, I thought, I thought for I, sure you were Stoats. I don't know why. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it would definitely. Yeah, it would be a. a, a yeah, I think that that was. That's a perfect answer. Or or, or just just because you know they you you would just you like know. open up her door and just yell in the middle of the night and then close it. <laughs> 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 just leave like random things no, in, their, think, in the living room. <laughs> no, it would definitely. Actually, I. I I'm, the more I think of it, and the things that I would do to Stoats would actually be hysterical. <laughs> so I'm gonna stick with that because we've always we've always pulled shit on each other, you know. So yeah, no, I'll 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 go with I'll go with Chad Stoats. Right. You hear he's gonna be a a, a father. Yeah, he's now, gonna right? be a little papa. Uh, that's exciting. That's that's 
Yeah. yeah for <laughs> <laughs> that was a great answer. Oh, or a great question, I should say. Uh, no, he, he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. As long as he reads the baby books. Right. Right. All right. Well, um, uh, I guess, wait, there's, there's one more I want to, I want to go ahead and ask. Cause I, I saw it. Um, uh, this is, uh, let's see here. Where did it go? Um, okay. Yeah. So great one. Are you smarter than Christopher Columbus? What about the most brilliant minds of the Renaissance from the 1300 to the 1600 time frame? Are you smarter than anybody in that time frame? Or do you, or, or, or like the, not, not anybody. Are you smarter than the most brilliant minds back then? Like Christopher Columbus or anybody like that? Do you think so? I, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you my unsolicited opinion on me being, I would say, yes, I'm smarter. I'm probably not as smart as they were when they did things, you know, like I'm not as smart as Columbus was when he, you know, decided to, you know, discover, uh, you know, land and, and stuff like that. I, I, I don't want to get into that debate on people. I don't want people like commenting, you like, you didn't discover America. He stole it. <laughs> I'm not getting that fucking going debate. back to what we talked yeah. about. Going back to what we talked about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause that's, you know, somebody's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, you fucking moron. You didn't discover shit. All right. Fucking ra- racist motherfucker. Right. So, um, I, but like, do you think you're smarter than, than they were or are, or were, were, cause they're dead. Um, um, that I, 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 maybe, cause you never know. Like, like Galileo's, you know, could have been, does he fall in that, that time? Frame? Uh, let's Who just knows? pretend he does. Okay. So, I mean, he might know, you know, a lot about the stars and the night sky and, and all that. But I mean, he could be a complete fucking moron when it comes to, to everything else. Very so, true. I mean, you know, I mean, Columbus, I mean, yeah, he can, you know, read a map and chart a course and stuff like that, but. But, but how smart could he have been if he, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, I look back at it and I say, like, yes, I, I'm, I'm definitely Pro- smarter. Um, just because I mean, probably of evolution. Even just because I was just going to say that. 500 years of, you know, evolution, our brains have increased in. And we and we size. learned about everything. So I I would I would say yes, a hundred percent. I'm smarter than them. Um, but if you put yeah. me at the same time frame, probably not. Oh no, pro- no, no. Because I mean, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. So because uh, they were really good at whatever 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 it was that they did. I mean, obviously, we're still talking about them. You know, right. I consider myself a good cook, but. You know, I don't. I don't consider you a cook. You're a chef. Well, well, yeah, but still, like nobody even talks about it now. Not yet. <laughs> let alone in five. Let alone in five hundred years. You don't know, Shay. You don't know. You could. You could develop something. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna pull up this podcast and be like, "Oh, that fucking guy, rest it as long, <laughs> rest it as long as you cooked it." <laughs> Words of Shay Zapia. 
fucking ingrained into a, a tomb somewhere. That that is funny. That is funny. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, I would say so, just as an evolution's sake. But um, you know, I've never been that good at just one thing. You know, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. I guess I, I would say you're 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 pretty good at certain things. But no, you're right. You're not good at anything. Ooh. Specific, <laughs> specific. I'm like, yeah, I'm like mediocre at so many different. And that's things. why, that's why this podcast is called the Instant Journeyman. If you if you group, uh, look at look at that. We just fucking we went full, full circle. circle because it, the Journeyman is is not great at anything, but reliable. So, right, right. Wait, anything but reliable? No, no, no. He's he's not great at anything, but he's reliable. Oh, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I I would fall into that category. So you're so you're a journeyman. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Perfect. I'm cool with that. Although I really don't go anywhere. <laughs> well, it's not like a journey, journey. Um. I wish, but but uh, I I I, <laughs> I want to go ahead and end it there. Um, those yeah. really brilliant yeah, no, words. Let's not ruin. Let's, let's, not, let's not ruin it after we just brought it full circle. We're just gonna open up another can of worms. Right, exactly. Um, right. So I I do appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy guy. Um, I um <laughs> I, I I had a good time and I'm gonna see how how people like the uh, the ask the or answer the internet uh, portion of it and see uh, see what what we have going on here. Yeah, I think I think you should I think you should do that. Yeah, I think I think I think, I think it's gonna, gonna gonna get some good answers. Uh, definitely gonna have Stotes answer some of these. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have him. On. I will. I will. I'll have him on and uh, and talk about that. <laughs> Are you gonna have him on solely on that that on that Friday? I can, I can have him on that Friday piece, or I could also have him on a whatever Wednesday and talk about him having like to be a dad soon. Well, not soon, but like in the next nine months. It's actually no. It's I think it's like May, March. Oh wow! Okay, May? I don't know. All right. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's gonna be here before you know it. Wow! But all right, brother. All right, dude. I'll thank you so much, and uh, we'll. Uh, this is this is posting today, so uh, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get it. You're oh, gonna wow. get another huge influx in social media. So just be prepared. No, uh, uh, guy, I gotta contact my agent. <laughs> yes, please do. Let him know. Let him know. And uh, and and uh, what is what is your what is your famous uh, saying? Hard, hard, uh, hard to be. It's hard to be hard to hard to be serious when you're. There you go. There you go. That's I, I want every every. See anybody and you're like, all right, I'll see you later. All right, hard to be serious if you're naked. I want I want that and uh, and <laughs> and I I got the I got the finished product. I'll send, uh, did I send you the finished one or just the sketch? No, just the right, sketch. I'll send you the finished product. But I invite anyone to try it to strip down, get in front of the mirror, and really try to be serious and see what happens. <laughs> That'd be great. Like have. Have a serious, and film it and you know, send it to Shane. Conversation. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Josh Allen. You yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm tagging him in this episode. By the way, so you know, <laughs> totally tagging. Oh no, no, because <laughs> yes. then 
who want nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah, because he wants everything to do with you right now, right? <laughs> no, no, because of that one question about the ni- first 99% of the blowjob. <laughs> He'll be like, motherfucker won't finish. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that. <laughs> You know, he's, he's going to leave me blue balls before the playoffs. No way. Yeah, just tell him. If, so. if, uh, if, if, if he, uh, if he wins the Super he's, Bowl. He, he's, my, he's, he's my 100%. <laughs> That's great. He's my 100. Everyone has one, yeah, right? Yeah, everybody gets one. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right, man. A shout out to our sponsors. Uh, new sponsor, Giggy Bank Payment Tracker. Uh, whether you are a dog walker, personal trainer, or anything, um, you can save time tracking your self-employment income, right? If you use spreadsheets, notebooks, or really nothing at all, then GigiBank's for you. You can download today, and your first three clients are free. Uh, it's very easy to use. GigiBank tracks a single balance for each client. Enter gigs to track work done and increase the balance and payments to uh, bring the balance down. It's as simple as that. So uh, check out GigiBank in the app stores. All right. And SaberCon, for all your concrete restoration needs in South Florida, reach out to Jim or Scott at SaberCon. And last but certainly not least, uh, VitFit Keys uh, is one of the best uh, trainers with uh, Melissa. She will get your butt into shape. So thank you all, and have a great week.